The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Oh, the very good adventuring team last time! The gang went to get payment for the job at the mines. They got paid, and they left, but not without a little bitterness. The gang was working on deciding their next course of action, but first we learned about the traditional sport of gravy holing. Peter went gambling with some fox children. We rejoined them as they continue to decide what to do next. Well, gentlemen, you have ascended, ascended to such lofty great heights Lofty great heights, uh, heights, uh, which which is uh, level fucking five. You're at level five now. Hooray! 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 Hooray. You got to level five. You're you're so you're so good at this. You are at the peak, by the way, of what is referred to as tier one adventuring. So it doesn't get any better than this. And uh, all of a sudden, you're going to be tier two, and you get to level six, and things slow way down, and you're at the bottom of the bracket again. So just, I'm just going to say, fucking enjoy this. Feels like we're just going into like high school or something and we're about to become some fucking nerds or something. We were at top dog and now we're going back down. You were big fish in a little, or you're, yeah, big fish in a little pond and then it flips over to being little fish in a big pond. Uh, but anywho, uh, Fjorten, let's start with you. And why don't you tell us all about that level five that you ascended to? The big level five. One more than four. I rolled a hefty um, seven out of eight HP, so and plus my three constitution, so that's ten more hit points. And I gained two spells from my natural ability as a druid of the Underdark, uh, Gaseous Form, and Stinking Cloud. And then I also chose Windwall and Water Breathing. So, so you've got two different ways of being a fart. Yeah, yeah. I, have a few, I, I can actually turn someone else into a fart and then blow them towards someone else. Nice. It seems like it, so pretty excited mm-hmm. about that. Unlimited power. 
<laughs> Full unlimited power. All right. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. I'm a druid. Peter, why don't you tell us about your level? I'd love to. Level five. Uh, rolled pretty shitty on the HP dice. I got plus three HP. Looking back at my notes, I got plus seven on level four. Actually, on level three. Balances so, shitty roll on the HP. Yeah. Uh, three HP. Uh, gained two third level spell slots. And I have taken taken the Stinking Cloud spell and the Hypnotic Pattern spell. I uh, also got a little bit of a boost to my Bardic Inspiration. So instead of a 1d6 uh, to roll, you guys will be able to roll a 1d8 oh, for shit. your bonus. Damn! And uh, I get a slight bonus to when I get my Bardic Inspiration restored. I can now get that restored on a short rest as well as a long rest. Is your constitution nice. modifier zero? Uh, my constitution modifier is one. So shouldn't you get four HP? Oh, you're right. I do get plus one HP. Thank you. Fucking right. All right. Uh, now I'm done. If you're, I don't know what you're excited about that Bardic Inspiration dice for. You're never going to get it. You know what? I was going to say something, but we've spread <laughs> out the love a little bit. We've, uh... I'm trying not to hammer that in too much, but I'm now it's just now it's just a recurring joke. It's like Smirgans for me at this point. I think I, I gave it to him once. Is there who's counting really? But uh, you gave it to him once when Josh wasn't there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did once during the gelatinous battle. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Josh wasn't there because he was down, I think. I don't know, but it was funnier to funnier. Anywho, it was good. Jeff, tell us about your level. I rolled a 10 for my HP with my plus 3 for constitution. Give me 13 extra hit points. And at level 5, barbarians get an extra attack per turn, which is pretty big. Uh, fast movement when I'm not wearing heavy armor. 10 more feet per turn. And uh, plus 1 on my proficiency bonus. Friggin' sweet. Pretty... Sweet upgrades. Thumping a lot of skulls. That'll work well when you get all the bardic inspiration. <laughs> Sam has gotten it while I've been around. So he's gotten it more than once. I can't remember the exact time. It's because you're making it up. Don't make him feel better. He doesn't deserve to feel good about himself. Ever. Sherry, are you there? <laughs> well, gentlemen... Having successfully completed your leveling up, now you're facing a whole new world of challenges, or specifically two challenges, because I haven't had time to write more of them yet, but I feel like they're, you know, pretty fun challenges. The first of these quests available to you is called Round Two, uh, and it is for you, Jeff. You have received a note from Ferris Thurmond, and he has another fight lined up for you. The second quest is called Frogtastic. And uh, you received word from Paige of the Wilder People that there is a job available. They need some giant toad sacks. And uh, they need someone, maybe you, maybe not, to travel to the swamps north of town called the Dead Bracken Myers. And uh, those are the two, those are two th things that you've got that could be happening to you or not. Talk amongst, talk amongst yourselves. 
I rested uh, all day for this fight. Well. <laughs> Long silence. Sounds like that's what's going to happen. That was weird. <laughs> I know. I'll try to think uh, where I left off. I probably went home after a uh, good practice in the, in, the, in the gravy melon fields. And so I think I'd want to see someone else compete. I would love to see Jeff just kick some ass. Right on. Peter, do you have any thoughts to share with the group? Um, sounds good. All of that sounds good. And so, according with last time, we're not looking to do Jeff any favors, no preemptive spells or any advantages. We're just going to let him go in and do his natural best, right? Jeff, that's how you wanted it? Mm-hmm. All right. Honorable all the way, baby. And bet on the results. Just all, all meat manliness all the time. Mm-hmm. How much, how much money do you have left uh, there, Peter? Because we don't know about that. I've got... I blew a lot of money on uh, on whatever it is that we played. Uh, I believe the game is called Knuckle Bones. Knuckle Bones. Blew a lot of money on Knuckle Bones. But I got a little gold left. I Not a lot. I got 70 gold to my name. I have 71 gold. And... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put it all I'm gonna put it all on my friend Jeff I'm not even gonna stop you this time I, I learned my lesson last time it was a shady deal so if that's what you want to do that's, that's what's gonna happen here I mean why would you fight it why would you fight anything about that I don't know it just feels right really to fight I actually it? want to give Peter all my gold and have him bet on me also at least you're not betting against yourself mm-hmm. that's not the, the the fight group way though no one would bet against themselves how much uh, gold do you have, Jeff? 46. 46 gold. Nice. Uh, what are the odds on Jeff? Uh, let's see here. Well, let's just... Uh, fuck it. Let's just go ahead and fast forward. I'd like to actually say that you guys had a uh, an extra day in between here. A day to rest. So we're we're actually the uh, the evening after the, the kidnapping incident. Where, you know, where you had time to level up and whatnot. Um, and we're just going to fast forward to you guys actually being there in the fight club, fight group, definitely not copyright infringing, uh, anything <laughs> other than fight group. Chuck Blanick is very, uh, litigious. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. No, I don't know. Is he? I'm pretty sure he is. It would make sense. I don't know why it would make sense, but I feel like it would. Um, sorry, I'm just erasing all of the, the dicks you guys drew off of this a uh, little map here. No! My dear You guys drew a lot of dicks on this map. We'll have to restart. I mean, you're welcome to start drawing dicks again, but we're going to start dickless for this uh, for this event. Wow, you guys really drew a lot of dicks. It took me quite a while to erase all those. So you guys make your way to the Blind Cyclops, and as mentioned, uh, you guys are... It's... it's <laughs> <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Let's just say the womb is uh, getting a little penetrated there. Oh, you guys are drawing dicks on the world map? Don't draw dicks on the <laughs> world map. Oh, that one's got wings. <laughs> Anywho, it's you find butter. yourselves on the night of fight group uh, in the... Uh, Man, right away, just drawing a dick right away. Oh no, that's some 
that was an accident. Sorry. That's okay. You find yourself on the night of fight group about to watch a fight in a group. As is traditional, you guys hang out in the bar upstairs at the Blind Cyclops before the fighting begins, and Ferris Thurmond comes to bring you down into the cellar. Also, I found this this sweet map that seemed like a good cellar, you know, for, like, fighting in fight group. Um, and once down there, you guys are kind of milling about, and uh, you see, Jeff, your opponent from across the room. It is a half orc is a huge huge dude and his name is barth i just glare at him i don't have much to say to a guy i'm about to kick the shit out of he glares right back at you and what the uh hmm? the odds are here going in Uh, the odds between the two of you um hmm you know, I'm going to say that you guys have a pretty equal record, so I think that uh, the odds are even between these two com- contenders. Barth has got a little bit more, a little more experience in there, but uh, but Jeff is so far undefeated in fight group, so feels like uh, feels like things are uh, shaping up to be an even even fight for you. So currently, fuckers. what's the uh, what's the atmosphere like? Are people like loud and rowdy, or are people uh, kind of calm and collective before what's um, what do you, what do you think a fight group is like? I think there's like a, a hushed tension where everybody's just kind of like, oh yeah, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen? And about the only real rabble rouser is the, uh, who did we say was collecting bets last time? I feel like we talked about that. I don't uh, remember. I remember somebody was, wasn't it the, the head guy himself? The guy who invited us down here? Ferris? Yeah. Remember if he? I think he suggested that you guys could go place bets, but I don't remember him being the one that took them. What's the location? What location are we at? Uh, you're underneath the blind cyclops. Is it the proprietor of the cyclops that takes the bets? You know that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Um, I'm looking through my immense list of uh, NPCs, most of which you guys have not even fucking heard of at this point i remember there was mordath Battleback. we talked to this guy but he was the last guy that you fought yeah you fought that guy huh yeah i didn't write down a i didn't write down a a fucking person taking bets all right so we're gonna say it is the proprietor of the blind cyclops by the way i don't know if i ever showed you guys that picture but there's the blind cyclops (laughs) kind of a shithole tavern you know that's funny all right, so the blind cyclops proprietor is the one that takes the bets. Who is this person? Tell me, tell me who this individual is. Paul. Paul. Are we, are we, are we doing the? Are we doing the ad lib thing? We're going around the around the room, or what are we doing? I mean, whoever's got an idea, you know, we're all just kind of riffing on this here. That's what, uh, you know, that's what the fans come to the VGAT for is for our brilliant off the cuff. Improv oh skills. Oh god. Um. We need a last name. Gobsmacker. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Why aren't you guys saying things? <laughs> I thought because I, I was just waiting for that. That's I was waiting. It was all right. We need a last name, and it's Sam's turn. Um. Why is it my turn? Okay. Um. We're just gonna do it easy. And Paul Gilbert. Paul, Paul Gilbert. Yep. It's gonna be. N- just a normal, normal name. 
just that. This guy should just be extra, just ordinary. He shouldn't belong down there, but everybody knows not to fuck with him. I'm going to Google normal guy and... Because uh, he kind of reminds me of the guy off Breaking Bad who owned the, um, owned the chicken stand. Gus? Oh, yeah, he reminds me of Gus a little bit because he's just like a normal businessman who owns a shady business underneath. And everybody, I mean, nobody knows like exactly who he is, but the people who do know him, they know not to mess with Paul Gilbert. Immediately what popped into my head was the assistant from uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, Silicon Valley assistant. Yeah. Uh, Jared. Yeah. Silicon. Look up Silicon Valley Jared. Mm, okay. Just a fucking unassuming guy, but a real fucking weirdo. I have a picture of him cleaning a spoon. That'll work. Okay. Oh, no. I have a, I have a better one. <laughs> uh, where is it? You know, I never actually watched that show. Me either. <laughs> I put it in chat. What's up with his lips? The guy from The Office. <laughs> he got collagen. Was that guy in The Office? Yeah, he was um, the HR guy, I think, after that other guy left. I, I'm terrible with names right now. Yeah, He's I'd, pretty. He looks extremely normal, but, uh, like, He's he's super dark. He's very nice. Very nice guy. Very normal. Not like a quiet type like you'd normally expect for somebody who's like a psycho. But uh but he's he's got like this weird, deep, dark personality. Also highly recommend that show. It's funny as hell. Well, you know, so I watched the um the jerk off scene. Uh and I've 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 basically been told that, like, you've basically watched the whole show at that point, so don't bother. Oh, I enjoy the whole show. All right, so, Jeff, you are getting ready to square up in this fight, so you're probably, you know, cracking your knuckles and setting your weapons aside, and and Barth is on the other side of the ring, uh, scowling at you, and uh, Peter Fjorten... You're hanging out, and uh, and fuck it, we're going with the new canon on this, uh, no matter who we talked to last time. Uh, and Paul Gilbert, Paul, the, uh, the proprietor and, and bartender, walks over uh, to you guys downstairs here, and he says, Hey, it's uh, Peter and Fjorten, right? That's right. Um yeah, you guys Please. were you guys were here last time. That's great. That's great to to see you uh, to see you come back. Did you guys want to? Did you guys want to place a little bet on the fight? It's a it's it's a pretty uh, it's even right now, neck and neck on uh, on who's going to take this one. So what do you what do you guys think? I'm just going to slap down fifty gold. I'm always betting for my man Jeff. Oh damn! And then actually, I'm not going to hold my hand away from yet. I'm going to say, what happened to the other guy? He's like, uh, other guy, I'm not sure, uh, not sure what you mean there, big shooter, but, uh, that is a big bet, and I'll tell you what, I will take it, um. Yeah, must have been mistaken, all right. Oh, I don't, My hand. I don't, you, I don't know if you were, you, you don't seem like the kind of guy who's mistaken easily, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I like you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm as likable as a pile of kitten skulls, that's what everybody says. <laughs> Peter, what are you, uh. <laughs> What do you uh, want to bet on this fight here? Even odds uh, still. Uh, 
uh, getting skulls. Um, I'm going to bet, uh, Jeff, what did you say? You had 46 gold? Yep. Uh, I am betting 117 gold. 117 gold. Wow. That is... That's some kind of bet. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think I can take that action. That sounds good. Um, okay, yeah, let me just write that down for both of you. And uh, and I think the fight's going to get started in, uh, in just a little bit here. So you guys just go ahead and make yourselves comfortable. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll get back to you. Cool. Thanks, Paul. Hey, it was great to see you guys. Great to see you guys. Peter Fjorten, uh, great to see you guys both. All right, all right, we'll catch up after the fight. Okay, see you in a little bit. And he moseys off into the crowd looking for other people whose bets want to be placed or taken. He's going to stand in the corner on top of this barrel here to make sure I got a good view above everyone. That's about the best view you could get in this tiny little room. All right, with bets placed, Peter, Fjorten, you guys are hanging out where you're hanging out. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove this uh, icon from your thing there, Fjorten, because you no longer have inspiration no and without further ado ferris thurmond walks his way out into the crowd ferris thurmond squares up between the two gentlemen uh, standing on opposite sides of the ring and he says all right gentlemen i think you know this but the first rule of fight group is fighting is good the second rule of fight group is cheating is bad oh and uh I think it would be best if you didn't mention fight group to anyone. We have two noble contenders tonight. Jeff, who's going on his second fight. Barth, who's going on, well, we don't know how many. But it's a it's a couple of big-ass lads, and we're going to let them fight. So, here you go. And with that, I'm going to have Jeff roll me up some initiative. No. Ten. And just so I don't forget, let me add the round marker into the thing. What am I rolling for uh, damage and so forth since I'm not using my hammers? Uh, the way that unarmed combat works is that you get to... I forget, are you proficient in unarmed combat? I don't think that you are because not very many people are unless you play a monk. No. So you are going to roll... Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to just... I'm just double check this because I know I'm. I get real certain that I know things, um, and then I get pressed into the moment, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, do I not know what I'm talking about? I should look this up again." Huh? I know the feeling. Boo boo. This place is rather disgusting. Yeah, isn't it? Like blood poop on the floor and some weird animal in a cage. Uh, okay, so this is somebody else's made-up rules for unarmed combat. We're not going to go with that. Uh, you definitely are rolling a d20. Do, do, do. Come on, where are you? A d20 for attack. Yeah, and you're going to add something to it. I'm just trying to remember what the fuck it is. Mm-mm-mm. Instead of using a weapon, you make a melee weapon attack. You can, or sorry, instead of using a, a weapon to make a weapon melee attack, you can use an unarmed strike, a punch, kick, headbutt, or similar forceful blow, none of which count as your weapons. On a hit, an unarmed strike deals bludgeoning damage equal to one plus your strength modifier. 
you are proficient with your unarmed strikes. So you actually are uh, proficient no matter what, so that's cool. Uh, so when you attack, in fact, I tell you what, let's just do this. Let me bust open your character sheet, Mr. Cockthunder. And bust it on open. Let's add a new thing so you can just click on it called Unarmed Strike. It is going to be your strength bonus, and you are proficient. And your damage is just going to be your strength plus one. So if you hit, you're just going to do six, uh, six damage. So we're going to say that you're doing six punching damage. I'm just kidding. It's actually bludgeoning. Uh, do you see that in your character sheet now? I do. Sweet. So there is your unarmed strike. You can do other things in combat as well, like uh, grappling and all the rest of that fun sort of shit. Although Fight Group does not have any specific rules around staying in the ring. It'd be fun to come up with some 5th edition rules for sumo wrestling. I'm sure somebody's done it. Uh, okay, so there's the rules. Um, and from here forward, it's just straight up combat. Jeff, you rolled a 10 for initiative. Barth rolled a three, like a piece of shit, on his turn. And we begin round one. Jeff, how would you like to begin this combat? Oh, immediately going to a rage. Uh, feeding off the energy of the crowd and slapping myself around a bit. Ah! And I will run up to Barth in my rage. And I'll get to punching. Get to punching. Ooh, hot damn. 27. A 27 is definitely going to hit Barth. Uh, for what, six damage? Uh, yeah, I suppose you don't need to click on the thing to do damage every time because it's going to be six each time. Uh, and then it looks like your second one was a 21, so that is a hit and a hit. Fuck, I honestly, I don't know if you're going to be able to miss this guy. His AC is really low. Uh, so, smack, smack. You hit Barth twice, doing a total of 12 damage. And Barth is upset with you for doing that and i grin at him is it like the is it like the come on hit me back grin Mm-hmm. yes it is uh, do, do, do. so you ran straight up to him and he is going to do basically a grapple he's doing this attack i uh, called grab you um so he reaches out to try and grasp onto you, and then what I'm going to have you do is roll uh, your, your choice, either strength or dexterity, or rather athletics or acrobatics. I guess you can use either of those to try and avoid being grabbed. 15. With a 15 versus his 20, Barth grabs onto you. Um, so you uh, have two effects on you. You are now restrained. And as long as you are restrained, all attacks that you make are at disadvantage. Um, on your turn, you can roll to uh, try and get out of that. Uh, the DC going forward is going to be 15. But he is also able to fist you. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, is a 14 going to hit you? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, then he is going to do a total of five bludgeoning damage to you. It's a... Uh... Is this Barth guy? What town is he from? Uh, Barth is actually from this town. Okay. I just want to shout from the barrel. Come on! It's not even legal! What's going on here? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Why were you asking if he's from here? 
Um, well, I was going to, if he wasn't from here, I was going to try to, I'm just looking for a way to maybe pump up the crowd a little bit in Jeff's favor. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Uh, Barth is, uh, yeah, he's like a local, uh, basically like a laborer. Um, his massive size, uh, people ask him to like, you know, carry shit and do heavy things all the time. Uh, Jeff, it is back over to you. I will forgo trying to escape his grip. Ooh. And I will try to headbutt him in the mouth. <laughs> headbutt to the mouth. Go right ahead. 23. That is a hit for 6 damage. And 19. That is also a hit. Also for 6 damage. Disadvantage does very little to you. Uh, since you are still being grappled onto, uh, and I assume there's no movement or anything else on your turn because you are restrained. Uh, he is going to fist you twice on his turn. Uh, that looks like an 8, which would be a miss, and a 23, which will hit, so that'll be another 5 damage for you. What's Barth's record? Uh, what is Barth's record? I'm going to say it's pretty good. Uh, Barth has been in... Oh, that's too low of a number. Barth has been in 17 fights, and he's lost 4 of them. A pretty, pretty good record there. I would say so, overall. And in the other corner we have Jeff, who's been in one fight. Or how many fights have you been in? But he's won 100% of his fights. I'm just starting out with that record. 100% success rate. He's won 100% of his fight group fights. Yep. He's been in a tussle or two more than that. Is there any... Um... Is there any, like, uh, champion belts or anything like that in Fight Group? You know, Fight Group's a little bit of an underground scene. Um, so there's probably not anything, like, super huge and garish that he would have. Um, I don't know. What do you... What do you uh... I wonder if there's, like, a special mug upstairs that the only the champion gets to drink out of so everybody knows he is the champion of Fight Group. Well, I think the fights that we're doing right now are just sort of like, what would you call it? Like an exhibition match. And they're not like the championship, which now that I say that out loud, we're going to have to do some bracketed championship, you know, working our way up in the ranks here. Mm-hmm. With like a full uh, eye of the tiger. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I have the fighter. The guy is a fighter. Because <laughs> this guy's a fighter and he's getting in fights he goes to shady under bars not you know, many people know about it oh what we've never done lyrics to any of your uh, non-copyright infringing songs that might have to be one that we'd have to come up with good lyrics for although does anybody does do any of us have an actual like singing voice i do not it's all on I you thought- jerry Jerry do a pretty good version of I wear my sunglasses at night one time. <laughs> You're officially the most qualified. Oh, man. What am I singing? Well, we're going to come up with lyrics to Eye of the Tiger, but it's going to be Guy is a Fighter. All right. You come up with the lyrics, I'll sing them. We could all do, like, uh, you know, in harmony or in chorus. I mean, that's, like, the best thing about choir and shit, right, is, like, the more people are there, the less anybody can tell you're tone deaf. We uh we tried to do that once, and you replaced us with somebody talented. So that's true. 
yeah. That's true. Thanks again, Justin. Yep, appreciate that one. And we could try it again, though. Everybody, I mean, if you want to just come up with a chorus or if somebody wants to even attempt the lyrics for next next time, that'd be great. We'll see what we can do. Hello, VGET fans. How is today for you? I think about the folks who are binging their way through this podcast with me asking how their day is over and over again every hour, and it's just got to be like, it's the same day, dumbass. But, you know, for everyone else, it's a week apart or more, though, so it's like, let's just all calm down about it. I have two fun pieces of news this week. The first is that we got this note from a listener through the feedback form on our website, and I wanted to share it with all of you. Hey Nick, I've been listening to the podcast from the beginning. I have really been wanting to leave a review since the beginning of the second season. However, I am rather out of touch with social media, so I figured this might be the best way to reach out to you. Please feel free to share the review on any and all outlets. You guys really make D&D fun. Just wanted to say that I have really enjoyed this second season. It is incredible how much time and effort you put into the show and still have a full-time job slash life. The open-worldness of this season has been a lot of fun for me and leads to some awesome encounters from the guys. Keep up the good work, and congrats on never missing a week. That's amazing. P.S. Your appearance on the Chaotic Goodness podcast was one of my favorite parts of the show. Also, on a personal note, I wanted to thank you for the mid-roll in what I think was episode 31. As someone who has personally been affected by depression and mental health, that was such a heartfelt and touching reminder. It really hits home for me every time I go back and listen to it. So thanks, and keep up the great work. So, you know what? Thanks for that awesome note, friend. I really love hearing stuff like that. I think you just intended for me to read the part that you put in quotes, but I couldn't help but read the entire thing. Mainly, I couldn't help but read the entire thing because I think this is a good opportunity for a reminder that mental health is extremely important. And, uh, you know, I really hope that all of you are doing everything you can to take care of yourselves, especially during a world of pandemics and riots and lockdowns and all the rest. We genuinely hope you get a kick out of our podcast and that it helps get you through all this. But keep in mind that there's no substitute for safe and socially distant time where you are not burning anything down, hopefully. There is a ton of great resources out there for anyone who's having trouble, but I'd like to recommend one in particular. If you don't have a social group, or maybe you just don't have access to one right now, check out Roll20 or any of the other online tabletop platforms. Most of them have a built-in feature for folks looking for a group to play with. That's a great way to connect with people and have a fun time. You should also keep in mind, as you're doing this, that your game isn't going to be just like VGAT or Critical Role or Adventure Zone or Chaotic Goodness or Dames and Dragons or whatever you're listening to. The game is your own, and if you're having fun, it's even better than what any of us are putting out there. So take care of yourselves, friends. We hope you're living your best lives. And to the person who wrote us that wonderful, wonderful note, please know that you made my day. That's some good shit right there. Our second piece of good news is that we're welcoming DM Rob back to the Patreon. Good to see you again, buddy. Glad you're back. In case you folks hadn't realized this yet, we have a Patreon. It's a great way to keep the podcast on the air. It helps cover the costs associated with producing and distributing the episodes, as well as the occasional piece of artwork we get done. I don't want to spoil anything, but I think we got a sweet bit of art coming down the pipe soon, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. Okay, friends, that's what I have for this time around. I think it's time to get you back into the action. Hey, 
Meanwhile, back in round three on this fight, still uh, grabbed and restrained. Jeff, it's your turn again in round three. Get and I'll kind mad, of smile at Barth mad, well in his grasp. Mad. And I'll say, you enjoying yourself yet, ugly? And I'll headbutt him in the nose. 21, or uh, I'm sorry, 11, rather. Uh, 11 is still a hit. This guy's AC is soups low. And 17. And 17 is also a hit. For 12 damage. Man, I gotta tell you, I really kind of fucked up on this, uh, designing this encounter. <laughs> Barth, uh, with a bloody mouth, smiles back at you and says, Yeah, it's a pretty good time. And, uh, <laughs> he's gonna start, he's gonna start headbutting you back. I'm still gonna use the action fist you. Uh, but he's got his arms wrapped around you, and the first smash comes in at a 19. That's a hit. And the second headbutt, ooh, comes in as a critical miss. Uh, so just the five damage for this round. And we start round four of this and just utter slugfest. Oh. I will, this time, knee him in the balls for 11. 11 is also a hit. And I'll smile at him and say, how about now? And then knee him in the balls again for 24. <laughs> uh, that is also a hit. For 12 damage to the balls. 12 testicular damage. Barth goes, <laughs> Okay, still fun. <laughs> uh, and then it switches over to Barth's turn, and he is going to... Fist you and fist you. God, that disadvantage did nothing. Um, but he's missed with a seven and then hit you with a 21. But I think, I think, starting round five, I think you're going to knock him out this round because you haven't fucking missed once yet, have you? Nope. I'm actually going to have some fun with it and roll my... What do I got to roll to get out? Uh, that would be a uh, strength saving throw. Or sorry, just straight up strength. Or athletics. Uh, and you got to beat a, what did I say, a 15? So 10. Oh. Oh, man. You do not escape. You attempt, but do not. And because you did not take the attack action on your turn, you cannot do a bonus action. Uh, or sorry, an extra attack, rather. I have to attack to uh, do the extra attack. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you squeeze, and Barth goes, ho, 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 ho. Now you're trying. And he's going to headbutt and headbutt again. That's going to be a 17 and a 12. A hit and a miss, respectively. Uh, that'll be just another mere five damage. And round six. I'll try to break his grip again. 19. With a 19, you squeeze your way out of his grip. And he looks at you and says, Whoa! Ho! So I turn around quickly, grab, grab his head. And I drop down to the floor like a stone-cold stunner. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, breaking free would be your action for this turn. Oh, bummer. But we're going to save that for next time. He's going to fist you a couple more times. Come on, keep up with me. That's two. two Barth McFiston or something, because dang. Barth McFiston does two hits at 22, so that's 10 damage for you, Jeff. All right, so now I do the stunner. Now you do the stunner. You grab on. Give me a, give me that attack roll. Twenty-eight. Oh, that is a critical hit, and 
you like so you latch onto him you fly up in there you flop on down slamming him down and it is enough to knock barth unconscious because of course you're in fight group we do not fight to kill and barth the gigantic half ogre slumps down to the ground with a large exhalation <laughs> and a gigantic fart <laughs> and ferris thurman comes out and jeff 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 Jeff, in- indicates Jeff, for you Jeff, to raise your hand Jeff. up because he's a dwarf and he can't raise your hand above your head. <laughs> and he says, excellent job, lad. What did I tell you, lads? What did I tell you? Look at this one fight. And you, sir, have won tonight's fight group challenge. Yeah. Huzzah. 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 That was a really fucking boring fight. Sorry, I thought that the grab you mechanic would be more interesting, but it just wasn't. I'm just going to slap the forehead of, I mean, slap the back of the head, whoever's in front of me. Ah, look at that, Jeff. Ah. I'm exuberant about winning, so I'm going around the ring, raising my fists up in the air, egging the crowd on. And I'm happy. <laughs> Barth gave me a, a worthy opponent, so I grab his hand and lift him up, even though he's, like, out of it. Like, he's kind of <laughs> weakened at Bernie's flopping around. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you doing the, uh, the, do you remember the Bushwhackers? Yeah, <laughs> that weird like walk dance thing they did around the r- little circle I never understood what that was supposed to be but you know it sure That's got the weird. crowd riled up well McMahon in the 80s had like a real hard on for hillbillies it was weird <laughs> hard on for hillbillies he did he had a character called the hillbillies he had the bushwhacker he had hacksaw Jim Duggan it's like put him in overalls that's your gimmick you're a hillbilly you know, I always kind of thought that those people came pre-packaged to the WWF or WWE or whatever it was, depending on your generation. Uh, Sometimes like, they did. But yeah, I suppose they probably wrote a bunch of it for them. If the show Glow is to be believed anyway. Uh, Where is Paul Gilbert? Paul Gilbert was watching from the sidelines, and you see him going around, and he's collecting money from some and passing it out to others. And uh, and he comes over by you guys, and... Uh, and he's like, hey, hey, guys, lucky couple of winners over here. Got a little bit of cash for you. Now, don't spend this all in one place. And he's got a little uh, little leather pouch full of gold for each of you. Fjorten, you can add 50 gold to your inventory. And Peter, you can add 117 to yours. Although I will say that you both know better than to hand um, Jeff his money back here in the ring. The fighters themselves aren't supposed to uh, profit off of the fights. That was kind of established the last time. It's it's an it's like just an honor sort of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll hang on to that money for you there, Jeff. Okay, cool. Uh, is, there, so you, is there any other fights happening tonight that we can bet on? Um, sure. Yeah, we could do a we could do another fight. If you guys wanted to do another fight, how would I do that? Let them play act the people. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so Fjorten and Peter, you are going to be both the betors and the fighters. Let's get Barth's saggy corpse out of there. Uh, let's see here. How do we want to play this out? I'm going to drag Jeff out of the ring. Jeff's had his fight for the night. Peter, tell me who Fjorten's wrestler is. Oh, uh, Fjorten's wrestler is uh, Gorgeous Steve. 
Is he like the blonde guy from Fight Club? Maybe. No, he, he's uh, it's uh, it's uh, he's actually really, really ugly. <laughs> uh, is Steve human or one of the other uh, species of this D and D game? Um, uh, he's a hobbit. But so you're fighting with, uh, you're fighting against rather gorgeous Steve the Hobbit. Um, gorgeous Steve is. Let's see here. How do I want to determine what you guys have for stuff? Um, Peter, why don't you roll me... You're going to roll me two things. You're going to roll me a 1d6 and a 1d10. Right. That's going to be a 5 and an 8. Oh, damn. Um, okay. Fjorten, who is Peter fighting with? Peter's fighting with a gnome, and this gnome's name is Biddy uh, Shitoni, but everybody just calls him Shitoni. Diddy, did you say? Biddy, B-I-T-T-Y. And what did you, what did you say that nickname Bitty was? Biddy Shitoni, S-H-I-T-O-N-I, but everybody just calls him Shitoni. All right, so gorgeous Steve and Shitoni. Are gonna are gonna go at it and uh, give me a d6 and a d10 roll. Six and a nine. Holy shit! You guys uh, you guys rolled pretty fucking amazing, and I made you roll for each other. So what those rolls were, by the way, is the strength modifier and then uh, what I was adding to for the armor class. I am gonna actually step down because originally I was gonna say ten plus whatever you rolled. Uh, and I'm now going to say that it is, uh, it's two less than that. So, Gorgeous Steve, the Hobbit, is going to do six damage with every connected blow, and has an AC of 16, and Shit Tony is going to do seven damage with each attack, and has a 17 AC. Uh, and let's balance this out to be at least a little bit fun, and let's say... I'm sorry, Gorgeous Steve was, um... How much damage to AC? I apologize. Uh, does six damage every time they hit, and their AC is sixteen. Okay. We're gonna say that gorgeous Steve. Gorgeous Steve is like. Uh, oh, I got a picture for gorgeous Steve. Don't you worry about that. I'm trying to find one for shit Tony. Oh yeah, yeah. This is it right here. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna say that gorgeous Steve has. Uh, let's call it 25 hit points and an AC of 16 and shit Tony shit Tony we're gonna make this interesting shit Tony's got 20 hit points and their AC of 17 all right so are you guys placing bets on this fight between gorgeous Steve and shit Tony yes your turn only goes for what he knows that point was Jeff, so he's he's bailing out and probably going upstairs to have a drink. Okay. He has no interest in these this fight. I uh, I'm I'm wondering uh, talking to Paul, and I'm curious what the odds are on this one. Uh, the odds on this one. So so, uh, your good friend Paul comes over and uh, and he's like, "Hey man, hey, how's it going? Uh, do you want to?" Place a bet on uh, on the shit Tony Gorgeous Steve fight. Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't you 
Why don't you give me a d20 roll? And if you can roll higher than an eight, I'll give you two to one <laughs> odds. Oh, look at that, a 12. Got a 12. Uh, it's two to one odds in favor of Shit Tony. Favor of Shit Tony. Huh. Which I just randomly determined that it has nothing to do with any actual math or anything. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put uh, 71 gold on Gorgeous Steve. All right. I don't actually know what that means for odds. Does that mean you'll get more than 71 gold if Gorgeous Steve wins, or less? I think it means you get less, doesn't it? But you said it was in, in favor of of shit, Tony. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't think I've I've ever really placed a legitimate bet in a legitimate place, so I'm not sure how odds work. Uh, so in well wait no because you're right because if it's in favor of shit tony that means you would get double your money if uh gorgeous steve wins but you'd only get half again your money basically so it'd be you're placing 71 if gorgeous steve wins you'll get 71 and if shit tony wins then you'll get your original 71 plus like what 35 uh, I think I lose. I don't get anything back if if shit Tony wins. Oh, sorry. I just meant if you if you had bet on shit Tony. Oh yeah, then I would and then shit Tony wins, then you would get basically half of what you bet plus your original wager. Right? Is that how odds work? Correct. Okay. Turns out I do understand odds. Uh, the day Nick became a gambler. Right. All right. Shit Tony. Gorgeous Steve. Okay, so you bet on you bet on Gorgeous Steve. So alright, and uh Fjorten, you're playing or you're rolling rather on behalf of Gorgeous Steve. Peter, you're playing on behalf of Shit Tony. Alright, I'm gonna have each of you guys roll just a straight up D twenty for initiative and uh and let's get this started. Eleven. It's gonna be just another straight up fucking Eleven. fest, but we tired. <laughs> fucking roll again. 12. 19. All right. Gorgeous Steve, uh, demonstrating why people are betting for him, uh, is, is going to take the first, uh, the first slog here. So tell me what you would like to do as Gorgeous Steve to shit Tony. Gorgeous Steve is just going to try to start right off the bat with his little feet. Um, go forward and to the right and do like this jumping motion and try to do like a hammer fist down on top of gorgeous steve a hammer fist but with his feet uh, no 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 he's gonna take his little feet he's gonna run and then he's okay. gonna jump and then he's gonna punch down onto uh shit tony's face all right gorgeous steve hammer fisting shit tony give me a uh a d20 roll which uh that'd be a one okay uh, we're going to assume, by the way, that you guys have similar, or these guys have similar proficiency to you. Uh, so we're going to call this, uh, you get to add a, what would that work out to be? Basically a plus six to your roll to try and beat their their armor class. But a seven on a natural one, unfortunately, does not hit. No, it does not. Shit, Tony. Give me a 1d20 plus six. Wait, who's playing who here? You are playing shit, Tony. Oh, okay. Stop. You created your opponent's character, but you're playing shit, Tony. All right. What am I rolling? Rolling d20 what? A d20 plus six. That is your attack roll. <laughs> I got an eight. All right. The <laughs> hobbit flails oh, about. Oh, God. 
All right, we're back to gorgeous Steve. All right. Um, I'm assuming he just kind of ducks his head to the right with that Mm -hmm. one. And then he's going to do like a fake. He's going to hit with his right, but he's actually going to swing with his left. Uh, Plus six, 17. A 17 is enough exactly if it meets a beats to hit shit Tony. Yes. You score a, what the fuck did I say it was? Seven damage. No, no, I apologize. Six damage from gorgeous Steve. Six damage is done. Shit, Tony. 1d20 plus six to see if you can hit. I'm assuming you're going to try and hit him. Yeah. That would be a 23. That is a successful hit. You're going to do seven damage. Gorgeous Steve. What kind of creatures? What kind of creatures, shit, Tony? Uh, Shit, Tony is a gnome. Gnome, okay. Shit, Tony the gnome. Uh, We begin round three. Gorgeous Steve. All right, so all we're doing is punching, right? No grabbing or anything like that, correct? I mean, you can you can do whatever you want, but punching's probably your most effective route to making this be over. All right. Well, since he's just standing right in front of me, I'm just going to do a stomp right on his little foot. Oh, stomp away. <laughs> That's going to be for an eight. An eight will not hit. Shit, Tony. Shit, Tony rolls. Whoa. Shit, Tony rolls a 25. Man, you can only be lucky if you're not playing your own character. That's another hit. Uh, so another seven damage. Gorgeous Steve is on the ropes here, bloodied. Round four. Back to Gorgeous Steve. Uh, he saw the last match, so he's going to try to kick him right in that groin for a 21. 21 is a solid ball shot. Yes. For a six damage. Six damage is done. Shit, Tony, back to you. Oh man, my balls hurt so bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, run at gorgeous Steve, and I'm gonna try to tackle him. Ooh, try to tackle. Um, so do you? Are you trying to like damage him, or are you trying to like grapple and restrain him? Um, I guess I'm gonna grapple him, but I'm trying to take him down to the ground. Okay. Um, so with that, typically then, those would be a contested roll. Um, so you rolled a 17. We'll add your presumed strength modifier of plus 5 to that. So you got a 23. Gorgeous Steve, give me a d20 roll. And is this a disadvantage? Who's at disadvantage? Am I, since I'm tackled? Uh, no, this is trying to see if you get tackled. Okay. That'd be a 5. Uh, plus five is ten, so yeah, you get tackled. Um, I'm gonna have you, Mr. Shit Tony, I'm gonna have you roll me a 1d4. Three. You do three damage to gorgeous Steve. And, uh, and you got him, you got him down on the ground, so, uh, I'm gonna say that you guys are both prone at this point. Uh, let's, let's, let's snuggle you up next to each other here. Alright, so my, uh, we're both prone, and am I, are we like belly to belly? Are we uh, back, or his, am I my belly or back? <laughs> I'm, I want to say what's your preference, but let's say just belly to belly. All right. What uh, shit t- Tony doesn't know about Gorgeous Steve is he's a biter. So he's oh, going to no. try to bite him for 16. Wait, is that against fight group rules? Uh, there's, No, no. You've heard all three rules to fight group. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh man. Not, okay. 
I'm gonna say that it's maybe like frowned upon, but uh, but yeah, it's you you can bite if you have to. Gorgeous Steve isn't known as like a real competitive sport, and so uh, but he only got a 16 on that one. A 16, unfortunately, is not enough to hit uh, shit Tony's 17 AC. Uh, so you're like snapping and snarling, but you you don't you don't get any meat. <laughs> Alright, I see him trying to bite me and that pisses me off, so I'm going to try to poke him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the old eye poke. You guys are both on the ground rolling around. Uh, roll the 10. A 10 will not be enough to get into Gorgeous Steve's gorgeous eyes. Round 6. Gonna Round try 6. To just be real cheeky and gross about this and spit right in his eye. Oh, damn. You're going to try and bite his eye. That would be so gross. Spit, <laughs> spit in his eye. Oh, sp- <laughs> We're going to try to bite in his eye. I try to get it off. But it's only another 16. <laughs> uh, 16 is not enough to hit. Man, everything's falling oh. apart. Shit, Tony. Back to you. Uh, I'm going to try to hit him with my elbow. We're up kind of close and personal, so I'm going to throw an elbow to his face. Elbow is a very underused uh, fighting people weapon. Fortunately, I only roll an 11. Man, an 11. Also not enough to hit. Round 7 begins. Gorgeous Steve. Gorgeous Steve is going to try to go like right underneath the armpits and just squeeze right in there to those pressure points. Ooh. Right underneath the armpits. Oh, that sounds uncomfortable for everyone. So that's going to be a 21. Oh, a 21. You do your 6 damage. Man, you've almost got him. You got him on. You got him on the fucking uh, on the ropes here. Back to shit, Tony. What are you gonna do? Um, sorry, I got distracted there. Did uh, did Sam succeed? He did succeed. Uh, you, by the way, are down to two hit points. Gorgeous Steve is down to eight. Oh wow! So you're one critical hit away from winning, but you're one hit away from losing. So uh, so Gorgeous Steve's got his hands in my armpits and. I scream out loud, but then I go and I try to do the whole slap on the ears on both sides of his head. Oh, oh wow. The double ear slap. Classic. Uh, I got a 12. But your timing is just off. You get a couple of slaps in, but they do not connect in the right way. Round eight. Gorgeous Steve could end it all right here. Gorgeous Steve. Campaign 2, Episode 37, Fight Group Revisited, was released on August 30th, 2020, the worst year ever. Join us for more imaginary fighting next week on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Spider-com, spider-com, usually goes in a spider-bum.